0: Welcome to So You Can Heal. I'm Josh. I'm a licensed social worker and therapist at Stillpoint Consultants.
1: And I'm Abby Parker, a licensed mental health counselor and therapist at Stillpoint Consultants as well.
0: So today, Abby, we have planned talking about the idea of beauty. I could be very confused by this. Like, why in the hell are Mm -hmm. people from therapy talking about beauty? I mean, I was a hairstylist, but it's not that type of beauty. (laughs) Mm -hmm. What do you think of when you hear the word beauty?
1: So if I first think about it in the way that you've learned it, beauty is the appeal to the eye, how we find people attractive versus this beauty which can also be an attraction but it's more about feeling alive and being alive
0: Mm -hmm. rather than an appeal to the eye it's an appeal to the soul or the heart yes so how do we do that
1: well to appeal to our soul or our heart I think that is a very interesting concept because there's not just one way and each of us I believe has a unique way in which we find beauty in ourselves, in our lives, like what creates that spark within our core self?
0: So like, I mean, I think you just said this, like what makes me feel alive? What makes me feel joyful? What makes me feel like I am participating in my life and not just being a bystander? Yeah, I, I, I can get down with that.
1: Well, we we talked to people all the time about being more authentic and feeling authentic. And so this correlates for me as well. And each person has a different experience of how that happens. Sure. Josh, what beauty are you coming with today?
0: Honestly, I don't know what the beauty is that I'm bringing today or owning or whatever.
1: And personally, I think that is beauty that you bring. And that there is this unknown that you don't know what you're bringing today, but you're still here and we're still connecting. What about you? I am very thankful to be alive today. And I haven't had a near-death experience or a tragedy, but there has been fear in regards to staying healthy or how to stay healthy. And like even for both of us, I feel like this dynamic that's happening for each of us differently Like, there are still things happening in our lives or things that we're experiencing. And we can also tap into our curiosity, our openness, our aliveness, our connection that doesn't have to be lost, even though we might be experiencing other things.
0: And then I think part of that, like, especially for me right now, is, like, being honest. That radical honesty piece where I have to be very honest with myself in this moment and like into a sense like accepting kind of what's happening in the world and in my personal world and acknowledging that and how that's impacting me and just kind of being in the moment even though like a part of me wants to like avoid and run and <laughs> not deal I mean at the end of the day like that's not being authentic that's using an adaptation that I've had for a long time and I think in that like the expectation of what I mean any experience should bring like letting go of what should I be doing what should this look like so yeah and I feel that that has allowed me to a not worry as much about like how people are perceiving kind of where I'm at and it's allowing me to be honest and kind of embrace what I'm moving through. Like, I don't question it myself as much, I guess. I mean, I mm-hmm. still question myself. Like, Sure. But I feel like there's a freedom in being able to kind of just authentically express where I'm at without having the expectation that I should be or do doing something different.
1: Mm-hmm. And I think that definitely ties into our blueprint discussion of how if we are able to see those things that have been impressed upon us or imprinted or the shoulds that we have been told or felt, we can more easily be authentic and experience a dissonance between what we might be hurt by or grieving or experiencing or troubled or challenged versus where we are with our true self.
0: I mean, and that dissonance is really hard to manage sometimes. That dichotomy or being in the midst of that, like this is what I'm used to doing and this is where I'm at and what I am doing. Like the conflict within that can be really hard to manage like it has been for me in the past. Like I can't speak for everyone, but.
1: And that was a tidbit of what we're going to be talking about next time of how to deal with that dissonance, be able to recognize it. And I think before we're best able to do that, we also have to identify that we do have beauty. We do have that core self and we can be honest about that, that there can be more than one feeling more than one experiencing happening at one time
0: yeah I mean and I think too like it comes down to owning how you are showing up like it's that taking responsibility and being intentional and making that conscious decision to I don't know if it's see yourself differently or to I mean and I think it's a combination of all of it like seeing yourself differently um, showing up In a new way, yeah, I mean, even in the midst of uncertainty.
1: Just tell me more about seeing ourselves differently if we can tap into this beauty.
0: I find that at our core, kind of how you've mentioned, and we've talked a little bit about last season, about our core being that joyful, alive, happy, honest space And I think that when we are able to see the beauty in our essence, I don't want to say we stop seeing, but we start or can begin to see ourselves as more than physical characteristics and more than kind of the externalized world. We start seeing ourselves a little bit more deeply and the impact that that can have on the connection we have with ourselves and with others. I mean, cause generally if you can start seeing it in yourself or if you're seeing it in someone else, it's because you can start seeing it in yourself, which sometimes is really hard. But yeah. so I think that it allows us to have an opportunity to glimpse into parts of ourselves that we don't get to see often I'm sorry. I feel like I'm kind of talking in circles. Um.
1: No, because I think that part of what we see in other people is what we end up seeing in ourselves. I think that is fascinating, because if there it's a clue or a sign that if you see negativity in another person, then you might end up seeing more negativity in yourself. If you see gratitude in another person, you might find that you are more grateful like grateful to yourself or the things in your life. If you see love in the other person, then it's possible to experience more love within your world. And I hope our listeners can take that piece today and really soak that in because I think it's really significant to know that whatever we are looking for in someone else or seeing in someone else is what we are also giving to ourselves.
0: I mean, and that's hard to... Own, especially when we want to see the bad in people. And I think that's a really poignant point, especially right now, politically, when we can look at the other side and see how they're all these things, but yet we're doing the same thing. Like, we're not listening. We're we're shutting people down. I mean, we may not agree, but I mean, but at the end of the day, like for me, like right now, politically, everyone's scared. Like... Mm -hmm. So, yeah. But anyway, I'm not getting into a political <laughs> but, Well, yeah. it
1: goes back to what you were saying about owning one's actions. Right. Or taking responsibility. Yeah. And so instead of expecting for someone else to take responsibility, you, like, it, it truly starts with, with you. Right. With me. With our person to know how we are going to be responsible and intentional with our core self
0: Yeah. I mean, and there's a risk to that. Mm -hmm. That intention is being willing to take that risk over and over and over and over again, because it's in those vulnerable moments that connections happen. And like the beauty that we are looking for happens in those vulnerable moments. What, Abby, what's a concrete way that we can do that I mean setting an intention and doing it but like what like if we kind of funnel that down into like one behavior what do you think that could look like
1: one thing I really like is when I can identify a value so whether it be love giving joy and sometimes those are values sometimes those are experiences And if I set a challenge for myself, like within this hour or within this day, I want to give that intention or that value to other people, or I'm going to give it to myself or both. And really, I think both is like most optimal, right? Because you don't live on an island. And so (laughs) you have yourself and the other people that you live with. Mm-hmm. And so, if I'm going to say I'm going to give love for the next hour, then what are all the ways that I could do that, and to actually do some of them, right? To, to not get stuck in my brain, I might have to work through some emotions or some conflicts, and usually it's in very like small, small ways. So I could, I could say a prayer for someone, I could send them a message. I could send an email. I could make a phone call. I could do a kind thing for someone. Any way that I could live out that intention in very small ways reinforces the value that I want to show. Right. And then I also get to do it for myself, which is much harder
0: uh-huh. for me. No, same. Yeah. Like this piece reminds me of, like when I was young, like everybody wore those WWJD bracelets. Mm -hmm. And like, I think for those who, especially those who prescribe to like Christianity, like, I think that is a great thing. Like be intentional. Like what would your deity or your belief system have you do in this moment? I mean, and I do think that there is a part of that that is very authentic to who we are. I mean because most of the religions that I've looked into. Are all about love. And sharing and caring and helping. And becoming a better person. I mean and those who fall outside of that. Like it's still being. Like you said. Like it's that open and clear. And honest with yourself. Setting that intention really clearly around. Like hey this is the thing I want to work on. And then doing it. And I think Often. I mean for myself, I like. Ooh, I want to be more accepting of people, and then I turn around five seconds later. I'm like, "Ew, no, not doing that." Yeah. Right? Oh yeah. And then I start judging myself because I think that like those neural pathways are so wired, hardwired. Like, and neural pathways are hard to change. And sometimes we have to be in the middle of doing what we've always done, recognize that we're doing it, and choose to make the decision to do something different. I mean, I'm just reiterating obviously what you're saying, but...
1: I appreciate that.
0: Yeah.
1: And I can think of a silly example. For instance, Mm -hmm. I'm standing at the kitchen sink, washing the dishes, and Leo turns on this music And he wants to have a dance party, and I'm like, "Oh, come on, (laughs) like again?" Mm -hmm. And I catch myself being stuck in old patterns of, "Come on, I gotta get this stuff done. We gotta get you in the bathtub, get you in bed, you know, do all the ordinary things," because my my adaptability is to do like do chores, (laughs) clean, be dutiful. Hmm. Instead of experience, pure joy, laughter, those things come hard to me. Right. And so I have to put down the dishes or say, I'll I'll be there in like one minute and go dance while he laughs and shouts hysterically Hmm. and moves his little body in like the most (laughs) peculiar ways. And it's hysterical and we have so much fun dancing together.
0: (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs)
1: But it's really hard to do that.
0: Sure. I mean, because there's so much meaning that we've attached to these tasks and these ideas that we have prescribed ourselves to.
1: Right.
0: And in changing them, we have to address those.
1: Yep. And that's where I think you find the real beauty.
0: Yep. Well, Abby, thank you for today. Thank you. And as always, feel free to check out our website at www.stillpointhealing.com. You can check out our Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest at Still Point Healing. And you can always email us here at the podcast with any questions at soyoucanheal@stillpointhealing.com. at stillpointhealing.com. And a invitation to all those listening please subscribe rate and review our podcast because the more rates and reviews and subscriptions we have the more present we can be for others and if you already have many blessings and thanks and until next time